Welcome to Inside Voice. Join hosts, friends, and voice actors Louise Porter, that's me, and Brad Grahowski as we navigate the freelance world while simultaneously being massive introverts. We ask the age-old question, how do you put yourself out there when literally the last thing you want to do is put yourself out there? Find out what earth-shattering conclusions we come to on this week's edition of Inside Voice. Hi, Brad. Hey. Hey, Louise. Hey there. How's it going? Good. Happy, can, we, can we say that? Can I say happy Valentine's Because va- we're recording this on Valentine's Day, so I want to say happy I mean, Valentine's you can, Day. but people aren't going to get it. People aren't going to hear it. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. unless we just, we might want to speed up our, our releases just to catch up a little. Maybe just be maybe. two weeks ahead instead of a whole month. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, well, happy Valentine's Day anyway. I, happy I don't care. Valentine's I, Day. I have, yeah. I have temporal disregard for that sort of thing. Oh really? So like you and you and Lacey don't do you don't celebrate? You don't like, oh, go up for no, no 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 not that no I meant temporal meaning time like I, I don't care how much time passes before people hear. Oh me. I thought you meant for Valentine's Day generally. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. Uh, we we never know what to do on Valentine's Day because we don't want to make a big deal out of it. We definitely don't like going out because it's a mess. And so this year I said, hey, how about this? I'll make dinner and you make dessert and then we'll have dinner together oh that's really nice yeah so i found a recipe cool. that i thought looked good and got all the stuff for it and she's making creme brulee i don't think we dessert. don't usually do anything either we just sort of like give each other a little gift or something and um yeah we we also for our cards we we compete to to see who can get the worst valentine's day card Ooh, i like, like that. the cheesiest most inappropriate yeah Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. The one I got this year, it has, it's very, very Christy, first of all. And no, you know, I personally, we're not super religious people. So it was a little ironic in that sense. But the, it has uh, the <laughs> super cover. Super religious as in like you're atheists. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Uh, the, the cover of the card has two, a man and a woman holding hands, but it's clearly an AI generated image. Yeah. And the man's like hand is like just bizarrely distorted. Uh, like his pinky finger comes out of his ring finger kind of. It's so Sounds weird. Sounds totally normal. What are you talking yeah, exactly. about? Uh, so that, that's, yeah. It, yeah. So that's, Sorry, that's what, what does this have to do with religious um, imagery? I, I, the imagery itself isn't, but it's all like she's my gift from God and stuff like that. So it's oh, very like, okay. very like about being a possession sort of thing. And it was weird. It's really mm. weird. Mm. <laughs> but regardless of how weird a, a card I get, she usually beats me. That's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now that That's we've definitely what we're those here to talk pleasantries about, so. out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> How was your How's your week been? Did you have a good week so far? Well, I guess we're only halfway through. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm plugging away on uh, on an audiobook. Um, yeah. So that's kind of keeping me busy, which is nice because it's kind of been quiet other than that. So mm-hmm. um, it's always good to at least have something on the go, which is, I mean... I think a lot of people talk about audiobooks as sort of, you know, the last thing they want to do. And it's uh-huh. it's not that I particularly love it myself because it can be a bit of a slog. Although yeah. the more you do it, the better you get at it and the yep. <clears throat> more, you know, the faster your process gets. But um, 
I really appreciate just having sort of an ongoing project with, you know, a chunk of a chunk of uh, change at the end of it. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. It's not yeah. my favorite thing. The the amount the the revenue per hour spent working on it is really low compared to other genres, of course. Um but but it's still pretty darn good. It just, still works out pretty good in the yeah, end. Yeah, I, I think. mean, yeah. And I enjoy doing it kind of the same way a runner. Well, I don't know. I enjoy doing it the same way I sort of like I enjoy doing ex. You know, like running or whatever. Like I know it's good for me, and I kind of enjoy it while I'm doing it. But yeah like getting into the booth to if I know I'm going to be in there for an hour or more it it it, it is a slog it, it, there, it's the stamina I mean for me now yeah, it's not yeah. I mean because I've gotten really really proficient with punch and roll my yeah. my post uh work is very minimal yeah um so production time is is fairly um fairly good but yeah. what I find is difficult is um sound interruptions for me personally because oh. I am in a city and I there I'm in a flight path and you know sometimes there's garbage trucks or there's yeah. um they don't fly over but uh sometimes the seaplanes <laughs> fly over a lot uh, pl- you know large jets that going out to the airport fly over so like yesterday I was recording um, I w- really wanted to get a big chunk in. So I was like, all right, I'm going to record mm-hmm. for a couple hours. And like, I had to stop every minute. Mm-hmm. Like I started timing it. I was like, oh my, like, because planes kept flying over helicopters or like, and I, I'm in a quiet booth, but you can see it on, because I always have a split screen with my, you know, my scripts on one side and yep. I can see my DAW on the other. And I, yep, that's how I do it. And I have one headphone off so that if there is, you know, those, um, what do you call it? It's, it's not the decibels so much as it is the frequency of that sound. Mm-hmm. You can see it on the waveform and with one headphone off, I can usually hear it as well. So I know mm-hmm. I need to just stop because it's too much of a pain to go back and, and post and clean it up. Even though you can do that, it's like, it's yeah, just pointless, but, but I just kept having yeah. to stop. And I'm like, you know what? This process would be so much less painful if I just had a completely soundproof, like completely soundproof room. Yeah. But I mean, who has that? Yeah. I don't know. That, that how are, many people have that? Like, is uh, that just me? Uh, I don't think many people do. I think no. you listen, you, you, you listen and talk to a, a lot of audiobook narrators and they'll tell you the same thing. Like, yeah. even if they have their whisper room or, or their, um, studio bricks or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I hear you that, that can really slow you down when you have to keep stopping like that. Oh, um, it's so really irritating. Kind of break your flow. Yeah. Uh, and just t- the time, the time. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I've got two audiobooks in the forge right now or, or on the forge, in the forge. I don't know. I've got but two more lined up coming. So nice, it's like, nice, it's, nice, nice. Yeah. But I just, I just sent both of them off to the proofer. So I've got a couple days. Uh, audiobook free, which is kind of nice. Um, oh, you actually use, uh, you outsource oh. an actual human being for proofing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't yeah. use one of the programs, hey? No. I, oh, I, okay. I'm I'm too, I I just do not trust myself. So even if I were to use like, um, oh, what's it called? You know, the proofing software. I can't remember what it's called right now. There's a few. I, yeah. Yeah. I still just wouldn't trust myself. I'm a terrible proofer. It takes forever. I used to manually listen through the book with the 
document and proof that way. And I just was finding I was missing too many things. So, and, it's a, and so it's how, a, like, what's your error rate? Like, are you, obviously you're hiring someone for a reason then because you're making mistakes. So yeah. when it comes back to you, like how much are you having to go back and, and actually correct? Uh, it, it depends. Uh, yeah. It depends on what it is, how long it is, uh, how good the writing is. Like my error rate is a lot better when it's a well-written manuscript when it's a raw written book right but if it's poorly written i'm i make more mistakes because you 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 like you expect it to say one thing and it says something completely different oh i know what you mean and then the flow is really strange sometimes yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. um okay so here's a question are you being uh, like do you do you do you demand from yourself or does your client do your clients demand that you're absolutely 100% word perfect? Yeah. Like if you miss an an or a Yeah. Oh, really? I, mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't do that. I, I don't it's possible that even after my proofer and she's really she's uh she's great. Uh but it's possible that um that she could miss something I suppose and and so I don't do the the pickup for it, I guess. Um mm-hmm. So it's possible that a, a mistake could still slip in there. Um, but the the idea is that it's, um, that it's perfect. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, hire Brad Grahowski to do your audio book because he'll be (laughs) word perfect. Or hire Tracy Smith from Listen Closely Proofing to do your editing (laughs) if you're a, if you're a narrator. She's awesome. Really fun to work with. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I know I can send it off to her and she'll turn it around and get it back to me and then nicely organized everything's just exactly how i need it to do the pickups quickly and yeah that's got to be that's quite the personality i think you would have to have to be able to sit through something and read along to try and spot mistakes that's not easy to do oh yeah i and i can't like i tried it and it was i i hate i hated it plus the time that it takes holy it's very cow. time consuming yeah. i mean if you've got a five-hour book or a, a 10 hour you know one of the two books i'm working on was a 10-hour book mm. and i would try doing it at like you know, uh, a faster speed, but then I would miss more. It, it just, there just wasn't a good solution for me other than just handing that off. And it. it's, it's worth every nickel that I, that I spend on it. Hey, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's one of the first things I found that, that I, and maybe one of the few things I found that, that I can, that I delegate off and really it, uh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely improved my process and my product, and my outcome and all that. Food for thought. That's great. Yeah. So now you had not, uh, you haven't told me about your, um, you had like a networking meetup a couple of week, yeah. weeks ago or weekends ago. And so, I, I've yet to hear about it. So why don't, sure. why don't you So uh, sort of even that? more than just, yeah, sort of even more than just having a, a, a network thing, networking thing. Um, I, I live in Baltimore, like west, just west of Baltimore in Catonsville, sort of on the D.C. side, right? Mm. And there's a lot of voiceover community on the other side of D.C., like in Alexandria, area, Northern Virginia area. Oh, and okay. And they're, they're wonderful people. I've met a lot of them. Uh, you know, they're they're fantastic, but they always do their networking events over there on the other side of DC, like on the far side. And so and just, just to give us an idea, like yeah, if you were it, to have to drive to one of those meetups, how long yeah. would that take? 
Yeah, it's about an hour. So okay. if their meetup so is not at close. not yeah. close, uh, like if they're doing a happy hour at five, you know, I'd have right. to hop in the car at four, and I'd get wouldn't get there till five, and if we're there till seven or whatever, it'd be an hour back. Uh, not impossible, if one were determined. But there are also a lot of us who live between D.C. and Baltimore, and I call it the sandwich land because it's between the two, like two buns of the beltways. It's silly, but. Um, <laughs> and there's a bunch of us in that area that we're all, all always just a little not not frustrated, but disappointed that there wasn't there weren't more of the Nova Group things that we could attend. So I thought, hey, let's start to create our own community here in between Baltimore and DC. And uh, I met a lot of them at Maryland. Uh, I'm sorry, Mid Atlantic Voice Over Conference which is one of the reasons, one of my goals of going there was to meeting, meet local people and people in this sort of sandwich land area. And I met a bunch. And so we've all sort of connected on Facebook. And, uh, and so I, I put out, uh, we, we have a little Facebook chat group um, saying, hey, let's, let's meet up what, what date works well. And so that's what we did. And it's more than just, um, I think for me, for me, it comes out of the sort of the introversion that we're talking about. Um, right. It, it, like if I if there's a group of people and I have to walk in and establish myself there, I can do that. But it's very challenging. It's very scary. It's very anxiety inducing. But I find that if I if I'm the one creating the space. And, and, and that may not work for everybody. To some people that may just give them nightmares. But if I'm the one who's saying, hey. You know, I, I'm kind of the one organizing the 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 group or the meetup. It's much easier for me to go in and be the because then I, I I don't I don't have to like I don't have to introduce myself to anybody. I don't have to like meet anybody. I don't have to get you know I know everybody because they've all communicated with me about. Oh, that's interesting. Participating. I can see what you mean by that. Yeah, it's like it's sort of a given of who you are because of. By virtue of the fact that you've kind of made all the arrangements and set the whole thing right. up and it and maybe walk takes in the and, pressure off in a way, which yep. I would have thought, you know, not having you explained it that way, you not having had you, ex- I can't talk, <laughs> without you having had explained that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have thought the opposite. I would have thought, oh, that's too much pressure. I'm not sure, you know, that might make me feel like I'm under under the microscope or under the magnifying glass, but. Yeah. But and yeah, I can no, see, I think you're right. I, I think yeah. I can see how that would work. And, and I absolutely understand that what you're saying. That totally makes sense. Um, but I I cho- I choose to flip it and look at it the other way. Right. Like I just sort of have to make that choice. And uh, because you show up and everybody already knows you then because you've already talked to everybody. So everybody already knows you. And it takes yeah. a lot it's of like the being pressure Norma off. Cheers. It's great. I like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. And two, then you can kind of choose how much pressure you want to put on yourself. Like I try and keep it light and breezy. I try to like not super over formalize it. Like I didn't even want to do a Facebook group for it. But then I just realized that just makes it so much easier to communicate with everybody and everybody can. Right. And and then they've uh, there's a centralized place that has the, uh, you know, the location and the address and the time and the date and all of that. So I, I ended up doing that. And then that allowed me to share that out to the to the Northern Virginia, the Nova group. Uh, and 
um, got a lot of support from them, which was really cool. It, it wasn't like, oh, you're doing, it was, hey, that's awesome. Some of us would love to come up your way sometime if it ever works out, that sort of thing. So yeah, it was, it, it worked well. And I, I find, I'm finding over the last year or so that that strategy works f- for me. I, I don't know right. if it would work for, but um, same thing with, with um, going to uh, Vio Atlanta. And we may have talked about this a little bit. I don't remember, but you touched very, on it, but I, yeah. I feel like this is expanding on it, which is great. Yeah. So Vio Atlanta is, it's a huge, I mean, by voiceover conference standards, it's a thousand people, I think, uh, by, you know, some of the other conferences I've been to, it's peanuts, but by voiceover standards, it's pretty big and pretty intimidating. And all of the the people that we know from their podcasts and their coaching and their workshops, they're all there and you can you can meet them and, and hang out with them. And everybody's super friendly, super open, but it's still intimidating. Uh, and I knew last year, uh, I was really kind of anxious about it. And I thought, well, it's going to be a lot easier if I show up and I already am connected to some people. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in one of our Facebook groups, um, uh, I put out a message and, and this is the, uh, Troy's group that we're admins on. So I was comfortable doing this saying, Hey, if you're going to view Atlanta, let's start a chat, Facebook chat group of people who are going. And we did that and it was, it worked so well. And again, it was that sort of situation where going into an environment, I created my own sort of networking space within mm-hmm. that so that I could. I, so people already knew who I was. So I would get there and there were already 10 people who knew me, who had communicated with me, who were waiting for me or who knew when they arrived, I was one of the people because they're all feeling the same way about it. Right. So um, I, I was one of the people that they were looking forward to seeing when they got there. Uh, and so I made sure we did the same thing again this year. Uh, and it's really great because now we're talking about what who's staying at what hotel. And I think a few of us are staying at the La Quinta, which is just down the street from the, from the conference, uh, but it's off site. So, you know, I'll, I'll probably try and organize a, a one morning of the conference where we meet for breakfast. Um, so again, it's just another example of creating a space where I, if somebody else was organizing a breakfast, I might get intimidated and not go, you're right? Yeah, because I'd be yeah. like, uh, I don't know if, I, if they even want me there sort of thing. But because I organized it, then it makes it much easier for me to go. Right. They right. already know who I am and it totally like relieves a lot of that stress. No, that's awesome. So, so, and then, so how did your meetup go of your, your Baltimore folks? It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, there were five of us, which is pretty good, I think, for our first time. Um. We and had different, really, different levels of voiceover and yeah, where people are at and yeah, stuff like that. Yep, okay. Yep, absolutely. Which was really cool. Uh, and it was interesting. Like I was the only full time voiceover, but. Oh, interesting. Um, but one of the women had just gotten her first agent. She was, I think she was the only one with an agent. Um, is that something that I'm just starting to work on now? Um, a cup, uh, somebody else who. Um, had been doing it for a while, but was trying to figure out how to, you know, grow their success more. So it was, it was really, really cool. Um, just, just all, all different levels, but we could all talk about this and that and, and sharing notes and giving ideas and, uh, and strategies. It, w- it was really cool. That's awesome. And that and is one surprised. thing too, yeah. about, about the voiceover community that I found since I started mm-hmm. is just how welcoming and friendly 
It is. I mean, there's always, you know, in any yeah. kind of group or community, there's always a couple like bad apples. But but mm-hmm. I mean, the, the good far outweighs um, yeah. the bad aspect. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's one of my favorite things about this. Community. Very welcoming, very giving, very open. Like there's, you know, the, the attitude of sort of like there, there's enough work for everyone, too. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody's really guarding much that mm-hmm. I can see. There's a little bit yeah. of the old guard, I feel like. but Yeah. I mean, if you figure something out, you know, it's fair to sort of, if that's your angle, to work yeah. that angle and not have to like share that out with everybody. But at the same time. Totally fair. If somebody's having a struggling with the thing that you figured out and, and you know, you're talking about it. Absolutely. People tend to share what they've figured out. and Yeah. And I, and I think that that actually is great for introverts, right? That makes it a community that's very uh, amenable. First of all, I think a lot of I think voice actors tend to skew toward interview introversion. Um, yeah, I think so. And yeah, did you get that sense from this group that did you talk about that at all? Or I didn't. I didn't talk about it, but I did talk to a few of them. I had met at. Mavo at the Mid-Atlantic Voiceover Conference. Right. And we did talk about that a little bit. And um and and I talked that at that point you and I were just talking about this podcast and the idea behind it and what we were hoping to address. And they they thought that sounded like really cool. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe you should ask if any one of them wants to to be yeah. a guest and chat yeah, with us. Yeah, that would be cool. That's a good yeah. idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh yeah, that's brilliant. You're so smart, Louise. No one, no wonder I decided. <laughs> I just to sit do this back and I come up with all the ideas. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> You're so that's my that's my story there. That's what I I um that's sort of the background behind that question. I I know you didn't ask me for all of that, but that was sort of the background behind, and and how I'm sort of exploring this strategy of dealing with my introversion, and that was a perfect example. That meetup was a perfect example of it really working well and and, right right off yeah cool so that's great that's my that's my thoughts on sort of creating your own social engagements as a technique yeah love it i think it's great i mean i'm i'm not attending uh the the conferences you know being in canada atlanta is quite the trip yeah uh from the west coast of canada but um at some point i will for me it's just it's not so much about the group dynamic introversion uh, piece. It's mm-hmm. it's sort of making that decision of, um, you know, how do I want to reinvest in my career this year? You know, and I've already kind of, I've laid out qu- quite a bit of um, money reinvesting already <clears throat> early in the year. And just, I had to make that choice of like, all right, yeah. where's, where's this money actually going to go? Is it going to be conference or yeah. is it going to be one-on-one coaching and new equipment? So, which is what I ended up going with. So yeah, yeah, that's just what yeah, made I mean, sense that's, for it, me. Yeah. Can't it's a decision all, you have to make. Yeah. 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 And for you, it's international travel. So there's and it, elements yeah, that, and it's, you know, I've looked into flights before and it's like, there's, I don't think there's actually any direct travel, at least not that I can yeah. see. Like it's like it's layovers and yeah. Um, so it's sort of like, you know, somebody from, you know, the middle of the States going to like, you know, somewhere in Europe. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next year, uh, if if you want to go, 
you can fly into Baltimore a little early and hang out with Lacey and I, and we can you know, both work out I, at my and studio. And that is what I would do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then absolutely. we can fly down to Atlanta together and yeah, that would be yeah. so cool. That would be so fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, I guess we've covered that topic. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I hope so. Yeah. For now, anyways. Yeah. Because you're going to go to VO Atlanta and then you can you can report back as well. Yeah, that's a, it's a few weeks away, but it probably will have happened right. by it's the like time this actually airs. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you had a note about The Introvert's Edge to Networking by Matthew Pollard. Or is that a book what you mentioned before? Yeah. We talked yeah, about that already. We, okay. Yeah, we we've actually, that. we've covered that. Okay. Yeah. But okay. I, I will say I've started a new one, another one. Uh, uh, it's very introverty name. Hold on a second. Uh, the Freelance Introvert is what it's called uh, by Tom Albrighton. Oh, and, no, you mentioned that one. So maybe I'm getting confused between the two. No. So the one we talked about and I kind of reviewed was Introvert's Edge to Networking by Matthew oh, Pollard. Okay. But the new one that I'm working through is The Freelance Introvert. The full title is The Freelance Introvert Work the Way You Want Without Changing Who You Are. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that because yeah, I'm not, I, I think I said at the beginning of, of when we started doing this podcast that I was like, I don't know, maybe it's just about leaning into who we are as well. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. Like it's not like, it's not like a character right. flaw. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's just, I feel like no one's really talking about it, which is yeah. kind of got me interested. What, one thing. So this book is a lot more, in some ways I like it better it, because it's less very sp- finely tuned, focused on, you know, Matthew Pollard has his process for networking as an introvert. For, right. And th- that book was very much in line with his very focused, specific process. This book is much more, it takes you back, like you you rewind the tape and, and you start out, uh, assu- it is sort of assuming you f- have a current full-time job and you want to s- transfer to freelancing, but you can't because, or you feel like you can't because you're an introvert. And so it kind of walks you through a lot of those, that thought process and the steps. And it does a lot more um, defining what it means to be an introvert and what impact that has and, and why you might be feeling the things you're feeling. Um, mm-hmm. So it's much more interesting in that way. Um, oh, cool. I, I, well, I'll definitely have to check both of those out. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone should check them out. Everyone who might have Okay, to so the, let's repeat it. So the first one is The Introvert's Edge to Networking by Matthew Pollard. And the one yep. you're reading now is? The Freelance, the Freelance Introvert, Work the Way You Want Without Changing Who You Are by Tom Albrighton. Nice. And that'll be on the, uh, I guess, on the website, on the little blog post too, right? Oh, I guess we can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so still getting all that sorted out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but and they're they're both on Audible, of course, um, and probably elsewhere. And I, I haven't finished it, but the 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 one thing that it had mentioned, uh, it said that the majority, the majority of the human population are extroverts. And a, really, a, a, yeah. And, oh. and I I don't remember if they gave a statistic or not, but um, oh, that's so fascinating. Because, yeah, and I thought the same thing, because the world I walk in, definitely, the majority of people are definitely not extroverts. Uh, so I'm I'm very curious about that, if that's true. I guess maybe I should do a little digging. Is Lacey an introvert or an extrovert? 
That's really tricky. Um, I, that, that's a really good question. She is much more extroverted than I am. She's very socially oriented. She has lots of friends. They communicate all of the time. We're always going out. Um, she gets frustrated when we stay in. Like, she, I don't mean that. So she I mean, sounds like an extrovert then. For uh, yeah. Sure, I think. Yeah. But at the same time, she definitely, and, and maybe that's just being a human. I don't know. She definitely feels the exhaustion of being out. So it's possible she's, I, I, I have a feeling this is what's happening. I have a feeling that at her core, she's an introvert, just sort of knowing her whole life history. Right. But, but she really enjoys people so much that she pushes past that in ways that are challenging for other introverts. And I feel like I'm able to do that in some ways, but I think she has really, um, I, I don't want to get too much into her background but um oh no she, no she, that, it she, was just the one question just because you're married and it's yeah. interesting to know like how partners may differ in that yeah. aspect yeah, like yeah, i know yeah. irv and i are i think we're both introverts um yeah we're definitely both introverts but he seems to he he will thrive in different social social situations than i thrive in Sure. Like I'm more likely to say hello to people when we're walking down the street that I don't know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he's not. But then in a group situation, he's pretty comfortable. So, yeah. Whereas I'm not. <laughs> How about this? If, if, if either of you had to get up to do an icebreaker event, which one of you is more likely to cringe and just want to go hide in a corner? Oh, I think both of us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we're both introverts for sure. It just manifests a little differently, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're quiet. We we you know we don't need to go out a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't you know it doesn't. I, I mean, doesn't get frustrating for either of us to to stay home at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like literally, for me, being in a you know a little quiet studio all day long by myself is a dream isn't it though a like dream. i've always yeah i've always <laughs> thought if i could just find a job where i just sit in a windowless room and just focus on what's important to me yeah. and then i can come out when no i want to but i don't have to yeah. like that's that is literally and then and now that i'm doing it and i thought i, I don't know and lacy's like you don't have any windows in here and you don't have and i'm like that's cool and it turns out to be a billion percent true like i just I just want to be in a, in a box doing the things that are important to me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's as much about that. I mean, we all obviously need some vitamin D and sunlight and I do yeah, go out yeah, and yeah, I yeah. hike and I walk and I do all those things. But when it comes to work, I absolutely thrive in a really quiet, um, isolated type of environment. And when yeah. I think back to when I was um, in my other career, uh, like all the, all the sort of people coming in and out of my office and the shoulder mm -hmm. tapping and even just through, you know, um, programs like Slack or whatever, you know, whatever teams and, and people just mess messaging constantly. Like I get yeah. it. Even just thinking about it causes me anxiety. And yeah. I don't know. I, I think there are people who thrive in those environments. I really do. I, I mean, I've seen people thrive in those environments. It does not bother them in the least. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is I think that 
and this may be a generalization or an assumption, but it seems to me that the most of the working world um, requires that of people to be able to thrive in those environments. And if you don't or you can't or you find them extremely challenging, it's 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 frowned upon. <laughs> I think that's true. No, you know? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's where freelancing really jives with me as much as it has its own challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's pretty much all I had to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> you can add to that. I you. don't like, like, I don't, I don't get lonely. You know what I no, mean? Me like either. I don't, yeah. I, I, I love my wife dearly. I love spending time with her and I love, but when she, she's going away this weekend, she's do, doing a book, her and her, her friends rent a Airbnb, uh, out of town. I don't even know where it is. Um, and they, they just <laughs> awesome. spend the weekend in a cabin reading books and it's awesome. And I, I just, as much as I love her and love when she's here and spending time with her, I just relish the, when she's away and to get to like, just be on your own, just yeah. be on my own and just yeah. enjoy my, my own company. My mom said that about me one time. She's like, well, you know, she's like, well, it, it was when I was I, I always get into too much personal stuff here, but it was when I was going through my divorce and <laughs> the, uh, old my, over, the oversharing. Yeah, no, it's fine yeah. with me. I mean, and anybody I, can turn I, this off if they want to. Yeah, and that's true. And I got, I just got in my car. I threw a tent in my car and I just started driving because I was, you know, you're going through divorce and it's challenging. And yeah. And uh, I just spent a weekend just in a tent by myself. And my mom's like, well, you've always enjoyed your own company. So I'm sure you. You know, you got to spend time with the person you needed to over yeah, the, I've that done, time. I've done quite a bit of my, you know, solo yeah. traveling myself as well. So I, I totally get that. You're really good. I, I'm so impressed at how good you are at carving out time for yourself to just go on these gorgeous. You always post the pictures on Facebook and they're so gorgeous. And Oh, my hikes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you're in Vancouver and, and you've got your beautiful dog and and uh I, I'm it's just so impressed sanity. that you're. Yeah, it's yeah. my sanity, and I mean, I I think when you work for yourself, you could just keep. You could work twenty four seven. You because there's always something to do, and yeah. you have to. Um, you have to set boundaries with yourself. I mean, because when you're freelancing, of course you're. You know, you're working with a global clientele, so so there are time differences, and so mm-hmm. people could technically get a hold of you whenever. But I think it's really important not only to to be kind to yourself and place those boundaries with your clients. And, um, and I haven't had to do that in any kind of, you know, overt way. It's just, this is my time zone and these are normal working hours. I mean, it's not difficult to grasp. Right. So, um, but being, having those boundaries with, with yourself, I think is probably the more challenging thing. And I think in the last year or two, I've got a lot better at just giving myself like a hard stop on certain days. And now actually this year I'm doing a hard stop at the end of the day um, to get out for really long walks. So not necessarily Mm -hmm. hiking, but really long walks and just really getting out and getting sunshine. And, but I'm by myself. I'm with my dog and I, you know, I throw on a podcast and, um, and I don't answer messages. So client messages come in. That's my time, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I'll come home and I will, if I need to do work, you know, later in the evening, I will sometimes. But yeah. the other thing is I live in a really small space with my partner and my dog and it's just not, 
um, it's not that feasible because there's so many shared walls and it requires literally I have to tell my partner to go into the bedroom and yeah. just not move. Like, don't creak the bed. Don't, <laughs> Would you please stop you know? breathing? <laughs> yeah. So, and that's obviously if that's, if I need to record in the evening. So it's not super feasible. It's feasible. It's doable, but it's not something yeah. I would want to be doing all the time. And, yeah. and actually, so it's good to be forced to have my evenings to spend with my little family, you know, as well. So, yeah. 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 And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a month and a half. I'm six weeks into being a full-time freelancer now. So I'm still sort of sorting through all that and, and what, what works for me and what time, you know, what sort of schedule works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm used to working eight hours in my day job and then four hours every night doing voiceover at least. Uh, So now I find I'm doing eight hours of voiceover and then eight, or eight hours of voiceover during the day and four hours of voiceover at night. And it's like the same amount of time, but it's more focused and ideally getting me to a place where I'm not spending that much time. Right. Like, yeah, because right now I'm working and marketing and, do, you know, and building and, and, and establishing and, and, uh, and it, it's a lot and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, I'm also trying to sort out, this is an interesting question I've been struggling with. If, if I may share. Sure. Like trying to just trying to figure out what, activities make me happy and I don't mean so like I like playing video games I'm shoulders deep in Baldur's Gate right now and I absolutely love it I enjoy playing Baldur I enjoy playing video games but I'm not convinced they make me happy does that does that make sense the distinction sure yeah I think that you can derive pleasure from things but happiness is a whole different thing Yeah. yeah 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 and I don't I don't like walking I know I feel like you derive pleasure and walking and hiking makes you happy when I'm doing it. I'm like, wow, what am I? It's just a slog. Like I'm just a thing I got to do. So I just don't get that same sense. So I'm trying to think of the different, what different things are. And, and I, uh, so I'm trying to, trying to sort of suss through that a little bit. And yeah, I, I, think, I think it's one of those things. To, it depends on your environment because I don't think I would be geared this way if I wasn't living where I live. So I, I'm in a really sure. mild climate. I'm in an absolutely beautiful place in the world in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. If I want to go on a hike in nature, it's a 15 minute drive from my doorstep. Like it, I am surrounded by beauty and I never take it for granted. So I think that shifts that need and that desire and what it brings to me into my life where Mm -hmm. if you live somewhere totally different or you're in a really urban environment that may not be the case so yeah so walking for you may not give you that because it's a half hour drive to patapsco state park which has a river it's not that it isn't pretty but it's not vancouver you know what i mean it's not Oh, and so many places uh, are not. So it's, it's yeah, a very, and it's, it's, it's either too hot to be here. Yeah, and it's it's always either too hot or too cold. Yeah, you know that's the other thing. I'm in a, a temperate climate, but yeah. um, I mean, I and I think it's interesting to touch on this too because we also, I mean, I don't know what you're gonna find that ma- that makes you happy. You're gonna have to <laughs> figure that out as you go along because I think Man, probably what's happened with you, I'm, me. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but mm-hmm. it's like you've been part, part-time voiceover and full-time career person for a few years. So there's been a lot of, it's been work heavy, right? Yeah. And deferring happiness in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 And so and, now, and, and that's exactly right. And I'm, I'm finding I'm at a place now or approaching a place where that sort of starts to become 
something I can afford to think about. Yeah. Right. And Which so is a privilege and it's wonderful. And that's yeah. hopefully where we can all strive to get to. It's, you know, not, but not everybody's life can afford that. So, yeah. but I, I do think that our culture, and we've touched on this a couple of times, and, and I think it's bears mentioning is that, you know, especially when you're running your own business, that the idea of sort of workaholism um, mm-hmm. and constantly being on it. And like, you know, we see it in, our, in, in some of the, uh, some of the, you know, social media groups that were in Facebook groups that we're in that are voiceover centric and, and people talking about like what they're working on, quote unquote, over the weekend. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, or, because people might actually, yeah. you know, have full time, you know, nine yeah. to five, whatever's, but it's like, it's becoming, it, it's, it seems to be really normalized. Yeah. And I really wish we could normalize also, um, <laughs> taking time out taking the time yeah and And really prioritizing your mental health and your physical health like sitting down all day long yeah you know if you're able to not sit down all day long then don't yeah and i like that i stand i i'm a stander for voiceover i know there's standers and sitters i i stand so i feel like half the day i'm at a standing desk essentially right and i think that's good for me I, I wanted to say I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I really like what you're saying about, but I, I don't I don't mind so much if people share that they're working on something over the weekend because, like you said, uh, that may be the time they get to do it. What I don't what I, what I get uncomfortable with, I should say, is when I see the posts that sort of chal- are challenging people to be working. Like it's Saturday. What's everybody working bragging, on today? We're bragging about it, and it's yeah. just like I, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm happy for you if you're finding success. I'm always going to be happy that my peers and my friends are finding success in whatever way that works for them. But but that's just that that line where I'm like, okay, let's all have a conversation or at least get into this, the at least get it into the conversation and into a, a more normalized way or more uh, frequent topic mm-hmm. of like, wh- what are you doing on your time off? Mm-hmm. Are you taking time off? Are you taking time out for yourself and your family? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I sound like a broken record. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I just see a lot of that kind of content in it. Um, yeah. And, and, it's and concerning. I find it concerning. Yeah. And I think yeah. the whole, like the, there's, there's two sides to sharing success, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think it can either be encouraging to people who are just starting out saying, hey, look, I, this is where I'm able to do this. You can, too. And when it's presented in that way, I, I'm a fan of it. I think it's great. But I yeah. also see a lot of time success posts. You know, you I don't know. I suspect that the subtext, the intention behind it is, ha, I'm doing this, What you know. And sort of like doing it to to push other people down, or I, and or I think it's that is fed by our culture in general. Like workaholism mm-hmm. is rewarded. Mm-hmm. It's you know taking time out for yourself and your family isn't something that's rewarded. I mean, yeah. it's not that recent in history that we've you know had nine to, the, the the work week existed and weekends existed. So, right. I mean, um, 
that's isn't that why we have like a Labor Day weekend? Isn't that all about? I'm, I'm not very good with history. I think we're honoring the yeah, honoring the people who fought for us to have weekends. So yeah. it's like net, you and, know, and you're kind of going yeah. backwards and and sort of glorifying it. I think glorifying was the word I was missing earlier when we started talking about this. And I I have a problem with that. It's like don't do not glorify that. Like I understand if that is. Uh, you know, when you're starting out, we've all been there where it's all hours, all the time, it's all consuming. Mm-hmm. But there comes a time where you need to move away from it. And I think especially people who are influential in a lot of these gr- uh, groups and communities and, and whatever freelance community you're in, it's sort of your responsibility to maybe not um, encourage things that can be detrimental to people's health. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Unless you um, want everyone around you to burn out so that you're... The, yeah, burnout's real. Lack of, lack of sleep. I mean, the the amount of... um, What do you call it? Is it co- comorbidities or basically really bad shit that can happen to you <laughs> from, from, you know, repeatedly not getting enough sleep? I mean, you're talking like heart disease yeah. and dementia and like all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff that can just obesity they're just related to not not resting enough not sleeping enough not getting good quality sleep so yeah i just think it's important to um recognize that that's i don't i don't think i think that's another one of those things no one talks about is we all just end up feeling like oh i'm not doing enough you know yep and that's our culture that's it in a Uh, nutshell I'm not blaming any one person. That is definitely cultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should all just move to Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's room for all of us there. Denmark though. would probably hate that, though. Yeah, yeah, they probably would not like that at all. <laughs> Even Canadians. They, 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 they definitely wouldn't want the, the Americans there, but definitely, definitely wouldn't. But they'd probably, if all the Canadians showed up, they'd probably also prefer that not happen. There's not as many of us, so it might work out. But yeah, it's, a tiny, it's a tiny little country. We'd probably all have to country. go to like, we'd probably have to go to Sweden instead. That's a lot bigger. Or yeah. if there if there were enough from Norway, uh, Finland. Yeah, if there were enough people there, maybe we could convince them to expand the borders out a little bit. Oh, I went, whatever. Let. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've devolved. We've fallen off the rails. Into, okay, yeah, we're at yeah, about yeah. forty five minutes, so maybe oh, we nice. should wrap it up anyway. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, I have a. I thought of a new closing tag. Let's see what you think. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Uh, now, now if I can remember it, because I didn't write it down. Uh, you can be heard, even if you're using your inside voice. I love it. I don't love it, but it's a contender. Like uh, it's a, it's okay. a, it's another That's one fair. out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what you should do this weekend is spend all weekend trying to. <laughs> just joking. Um, so what was it again? Because do do I get to say part of it as we close out? Oh here? yeah, we can do that. Um, <laughs> oh now I uh, let me write it down because I keep oh, forgetting. Oh okay. You can be heard. Even when you're using your inside voice. I, I don't know if that's good or not, but. Uh, so, so do you want about, me to say the second part? Yeah. How about that? Okay. So, so your, your line is, even when you're using your inside voice. Right, okay. right? You can be heard. Even when you're using your inside voice. Inside. Oh, oh I, ju- I stepped in your line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's try it one more time. I stepped in your okay. line. You can be heard. Even when you're using your inside voice. 
I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, if hey. anybody's listening and you have a better idea, you have a tagline that you think would be great, email it to us at connect at the inside voice podcast.com. Or if you have hey. any other questions or suggestions, for sure. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Or if you'd like to chat with us um, on the podcast, too. Yeah. We'd yep. love to have yep. other introverts join the mix or extroverts. I mean, we can, we can learn from extroverts. I, I would love that, too. actually. So if if you like, identify as an extrovert it. and you're like, what are these guys prattling on about? <laughs> Let us know because we can talk about it. It would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun because I would like to know what that's like. Yeah. So what's life like for you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. So okay. let's do let's do that line one more time to, to close the show. Sure. You can be heard. Oh, I forget it already. <laughs> Even when you're using your inside voice. All right. You can be heard. Even when you're using your inside voice. All okay, right. bye, Brad. Bye, Louise. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Inside Voice. If you have a topic suggestion, a question, or would like to challenge your introverted self by being interviewed on the podcast, email us at connect at theinsidevoicepodcast.com. 